because I died from an accident. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. Welcome to the Quarter Quill. <laughs> Nicholas Ford. Yes, sir. Man on fire. Mm-hmm. That's you. That's how they describe you. As you, I can see you like. Do you, do you want me to turn around and demonstrate my dress? No, I, w- I want you to parade down the th- whatever it is the the street uh, with like five hundred timpani. Okay, I can do that. Can you do that? Oh, consider it done. How how quick can we get five hundred timp- timpani to eat on? Uh, I could get Kyle to bring a couple up. What about the? Can you put some in the Enon Express? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can make this happen. Wow. See, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm gifting you opportunities to use your drops, and you are. Just I don't have any timpani drops. You have a, you have an Enon Express drop. I do. Didn't we just talk? We talked about this in episode seventy-four. How you have a, a, a train? You have a train drop. Oh, oh! I didn't know that was the Enon Express. <laughs> that. Yes. The, okay. Wow. I didn't know we were considering that the Enon Express. Not funny. Not funny anymore. <laughs> but okay. Well, that's a lost opportunity. We're not getting that back. <laughs> You're like, what? No, what? I don't. What are we talking about? Enon Express. Mm. Well, it doesn't stop in Enon, so. Well, you know, you can. I mean, uh, unless you like jump on hobo style. Yeah, it's like Fast and Furious. You just got to time it right. That's right. You time it right, and you're good to go. <laughs> so 75 episodes, my friend. Unbelievable. I cannot believe that we've done 75 I don't even episodes. think that... Some of them we've like, even so- done twice. <laughs> <laughs> the show's so nice, we do it twice. <laughs> or sometimes not at all. Uh, I don't even think Breaking Bad has 75 episodes. They don't. You know how many they have? How many? 62. Wow, look at you doing your pre-work ahead of time. <laughs> I did. I did. I looked it up because I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> you had a premonition. I, I just figured he's probably going to ask me how many episodes Breaking Bad did. <laughs> so I looked it up beforehand. Oh, so wow, 75 episodes and 75. we're uh, we're thriving and going strong. We are. We're bigger and better than ever. Well, we're we're better. We're 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 striving. We're, we're wow. They're, and there and there right there is the essence of our I don't want to overpromise. All right. So, uh some news and follow-up. You wanted to uh just clear up uh address add on to last episode? I do. I do. I feel like okay. I would be doing well, a disservice to our to our listeners if I didn't address some uh things that well, I forgot to mention last time. Well, now is the time, I think. Now friend. is the time. Um, so I mentioned and made my pick the Flophouse podcast uh, last time, and there's three things I wanted to mention. I, I recommended not not listening to the first few because they sound like crap. Um, I'm amending that recommendation. Um, okay. Episode 12 is when they finally get good microphones. So from 12 on, it sounds pretty good. That's okay. amendment number one. It's uh, episode 12 where they watch the movie Awake, and they finally get good microphones and it sounds good yeah i uh, didn't didn't see that movie crickets i yeah. didn't see that movie either uh episode eight however is the first one with the classic uh lineup of dan elliott and stewart so that's the first time elliott's on that's also a good one they watched the film i know who killed me 
starring friend of the show Lindsay Lohan. Oh, mm. she a friend of the show? Not our show. Um, oh, okay, of, oh, of the flop house. Friend of a show. Friend of the flop house. <laughs> I don't know about that either. Okay. Uh, they thought it was a pretty terrible movie, but um, <laughs> okay. that's the first time with the current lineup of of who's the guys that are still doing it. And then I also wanted to mention, just out of no reason at all, just wanted to mention it. They have a really good wiki page for their show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it has all the episodes in there and what movies they've watched, and it's really good. It's kept up to date. Well, you know, I can. I think we can attest to that. When you have someone that's really driven and mm-hmm. really um, has steps up and says, "Hey, you know, this is something that I'm going to do," mm-hmm. um, it's it's really easy to 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 keep that going and to to, to have something that you can turn to um, and count on and always be there for you. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, we don't, but they do. So there you have that. Mm. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, so that's all I've got on the old uh, follow-up area. But we got lots of uh, news. I've got some follow-up. You do? I saw American Sniper. Yeah, you did. And we talked about this last episode. Yeah, I had seen it, and you had not yet seen it. I think you undersold. You think so? A, l- a little bit. I mean, not in a, I mean, not in a bad way, but I just think that... I don't know. I I loved it in the theater. I, I think I would have been a little upset if I hadn't seen it in the theater. Okay. Did you see it? I, you saw it in IMAX? No, did not see it in oh, IMAX. Okay. Um, but I saw it at the new Cinemark. So I mean, it's the the screen's huge. Uh, but it was not in IMAX. But it was excellent. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, yeah, I liked it. I'm not I'm not disappointed with it okay. in any way. Okay, I I definitely liked it better than the Hurt Locker. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think so. Now you know, obviously, I do enjoy Evangeline Lilly, mm-hmm. but I really liked uh, I liked Bradley Cooper's uh, performance. Yeah, and I thought the they shot the war sequences sequences very well, and I also really liked that. There wasn't a single date in the entire movie until the date of his spoiler alert death. Uh, oh, is that right? Did you notice that? I did not notice that. So, no, so I like movies like that that make you kind of look for things in the in the movie to kind of figure out where you are in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not like a present day present day movie. So yeah, the the first time there's an actual date is the last scene of the movie. I was not aware of that. Yeah. So you got to kind of like look at the TV and see what's on. And, you know, obviously like 9-11 and that's a a huge, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, marker. But uh, but yeah, so I uh, I I enjoyed uh, American Sniper Two uh, two pistols way up in the air. (laughs) Two pistols fired recklessly into the air. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, I mean, I'm I have to agree to disagree about the relative merits of that and Hurt Locker. But okay. I, I think they're both really good movies. So I liked her. I liked her. Locker. It's, it's kind of nitpicking s- on my part because they're yeah. both great. Um, you know, it's when did this movie come out? American you know? sniper. Yeah. Isn't it like Christmas? Uh, I can check because literally we, the, I, I'm pretty sure our theater was sold out. Oh, wow. For like a six o'clock show on a Saturday. Uh, According to this, January 16th was the wide release. Okay, so it's really only been out like yeah. three weeks. But it was packed. I, I didn't, you know, 
I didn't think it was going to be packed. I guess it was kind of a soft weekend for movie openings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Not a lot, you know, uh, not a lot of people going to see the SpongeBob movie. Uh, Sponge out of water. (laughs) Yeah. Is that on your list? Nope. 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 Every time a commercial comes on, it gets back on the list, but then I try to take it off again. Yeah. You tell her. (sighs) No. Sorry. Can't go see it until it's on Apple TV. I'm I'm going on the um the the theory that if I just don't say anything that she might forget about it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. There you go. I don't know if so it's the, working yet. So the next one comes out. Right, exactly. Uh uh, st- th- uh speaking of things about to come out, I know we talked in the last episode about Amazon and some of the pilot episodes, correct? We did. Did we discuss Mad Dogs? We mentioned it bri- very briefly. Okay, because I saw something come across my feed on this, and I was like, "Why is it Nicholas explain this movie, explain this premise, or this show to me at all?" <laughs> Do you know about this show, Mad Dogs? I know it's like they go to Bolivia or Belize or something, and there's a drug deal, and Billy Zane is in it. Or that's I don't it, know much more than that. It was based off a British show. It's also Steve Zahn and Michael Imperioli. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big thing I saw was that it was the creator of both The Shield and Terriers. See, I did not know that. Yeah. So I saw that, and I was like, I was a little intrigued by that. That is promising. Yeah, Terriers, man. That's your show. I did love Terriers, and it was canceled <laughs> way too soon. That's because you're the only one that watched it. I was the only one that watched it. and Outside of, like, like the six degrees of separation from the, the family and people that were, like, right. you know, production assistants and worked the craft service table. It was just them and me that watched it. Yeah. It was a good much. show. Yeah. Like Donald Logue, he, has, he runs a, uh, like, dog grooming boutique, right? That's exactly right. That was the plot of Terriers. He, he, <laughs> he grooms exclusively Terriers. <laughs> no sporting dogs, nothing out of the herding group. So no that, that was always the funny thing was that every every uh, every week some some woman would bring in some new breed of dog and he'd have to explain to her why he couldn't uh, give them a haircut. Lady Avishla is not a terrier. <laughs> Look at the sign. Oh, Donald Logue. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? <laughs> He's in that show on Fox, right? The Gotham. Uh, yeah. Is that what that's called? Yeah. The one that we don't watch. Oh, OK. Is that still on? It's still, still on. Is that still a thing? And what's her face from uh, from Firefly and Mrs. Homeland? Will, Mrs. And Will Smith? Oh, no, Firefly. What's her face? The the, the woman oh. from Firefly. She's on it. Morena Bakarian? Yeah, the one that I think is really cute. She's on Gotham? Mm-hmm. She's not that cute. I haven't she seen was, her on Gotham because I stopped watching it before she showed up, but... She was cute in Firefly. She was not cute on Homeland. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I, I'll say this. I saw more of her on Homeland than I saw on Firefly. Wow. Just saying. Okay. Um, so, all right. I just wanted to make sure we ha- if we had talked about that, because that just piqued my interest a little did, bit. We did, but I don't think we did it justice. Okay. There you go. If you like Terriers, you'll like Mad Dogs. Boom. Kind of funny that they're both dogs in the title. I don't have any, I don't have any dogs here on my soundboard. Wow. All right. I got to go. Uh, so, it's been a week since the Super Bowl, Nicholas. Uh, are you still riding high from your Super Bowl <laughs> run? Uh, it's pretty exciting. I I think I ran the gambit of all emotions possible from a human being on last Sunday. Was what, Were all of those emotions in the last two minutes? Pretty much. Because <laughs> I was so excited in the beginning. You know, the Patriots scored the first touchdown. And yeah, they owned it in the beginning. 
and yeah, and then and then half then like six seconds before halftime hit when they scored that crazy touchdown, mm-hmm. and then it was tied up. And then from then through the halftime show, through the entire like third quarter into the fourth quarter, I was pretty quiet. I was kind of in a little my little shell on the couch, and mm-hmm. I didn't say anything for about an hour. And, Everybody uh, and knew then, not to talk and to then, you. Yeah, and then the last drive, I'm literally on the edge of my seat, and uh, I could not believe what happened when that uh, when the crazy catch happened, where he like it like bounced off his shoelaces and then hit his you know third molar and yeah that's exactly uh, what happened i just uh had flashbacks to uh the helmet catch from like eight years ago in the same building no less yeah and and then saw him go down and saw marshall lynch go down the one yard line and uh, i was like oh this is it we're gonna lose this game yeah and then oh my god The interception, like what the hell happened? That was insanity. That was the greatest game ever. Just, just from a like, I, I'm pretty sure the Patriots had a seven percent chance of winning the game on that, pl- like from that play. Mm-hmm. The last, I guess, you know, the last forty seconds or whatever, or twenty seconds, whatever it was. But um, just the 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 turnaround with such a I mean even if he just even if he drops the ball and it's incomplete you know they'll run the next they'll run the next play and they'll win oh yeah uh so the fact that he actually you know diagnosed the play figured it out anticipated it and intercepted it was just unbelievable it was, it was unbelievable it was crazy we left uh we left our Super Bowl parte after halftime show and so basically the whole third quarter we were on the road coming home and so I sat and watched the the last quarter because it was a good game. Right. And man, those last two minutes, I, I have, I have no vested interest in either of those teams winning. And it was so exciting. Like I'm sitting on the sofa by myself, just like, yeah, go, go. Your, I don't your even wife, watch football. Your wife wasn't even watching it. Uh, she was a little under the weather at that point of the evening. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, so did they have tequila? Did they have tequila? They, they did not. They did not, okay. but they did have white wine. So uh, she had gone to bed and I put the kid to bed and uh, the dog and I were watching the fourth quarter. Wow. Crazy night. It was a crazy night. (laughs) Does the party just shut down at halftime or you chose to leave at halftime? We chose to leave at halftime because of the child. She was uh, she was getting a little bit on the uh, tired side. Gotcha. As they tend to do. Okay. Can't you just like. Give them some whiskey or something. Uh, that would actually make the problem worse because it would make them more tired. Well, then they just then like can they just go to sleep somewhere? Not if they're like ready to party because they had whiskey. <laughs> Come on, this is <laughs> my just, kid. Can't they just sleep on a couch or a bed or something on the floor, or and then wake them up when you're ready to go? Oh man, I cannot wait for your kid <laughs> to come. I cannot wait. This is going to be the best thing ever. Uh. Um, so, so yes, exciting. the game was exciting. The game was really, really good. Um, I'm very, very happy. I have not come down off my high yet. Um, it's been a long time coming. I, know, I mean, I, I say that as a you know bewildered uh, Patriots fan who has four titles in the last you know 15 years. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, you I got just plenty feel like of success there, buddy. This was just the vind- the vindication, I think, of the fact that if we had lost this game, everyone would have been like, well. Now you're, you know, 0-2 or 0-3 in Super Bowl since Spygate. 
and now you can't you can't win a game now that the balls are properly inflated and all the stupid stuff that <laughs> so has no merit in real life. Uh, uh, so I was just happy to say, you know what, a big f you to everyone. I had and, uh, I had speaking of uh, Deflate Gate or Ball Gazi, um, I had a I had a meal with my father in law who is a Patriots fan uh, Saturday morning before the game, and he was he had quite a few opinions about Deflate Gate. It was very mm. interesting. So that was you know, fun. You know, now, you know now it's come out that really only one ball was like un- really under the the psi the 12 and a half psi and the other ones were just like a tick it was like really it's ridiculous it's just unbelievable it's how so like a, such a manufactured yeah. story it's ridiculous <laughs> it's, it's so stupid it's so stupid uh, anyway i uh, gotta have a villain so there you go you have um, to have a villain speaking of villains um what do you think of these commercials oh my god i was reduced to tears for these commercials there was a there was a heavy dose of the like family oriented, especially uh, in the first half. Feels oh, it was just awful. So can we talk for a second about the nationwide commercial? Yeah, if we have to, like I'm gonna start crying again. Like what? The, why? Why would why why have this about this dead? Hi, I'm I'm dead. I, I can't, can't do these things because now I'm dead. And here's my question about that. The whole premise is flawed because if the kid died in an accident, like mm-hmm. having insurance isn't going to bring the kid back. Right. Who wins? You don't really? get your kid you know, back. You just you know get some win? money. You know, the only person that wins in this scenario is nationwide, nationwide. because they made you buy a policy. Yeah. Yeah. The insurance doesn't bring your dead kid back. Yeah. Well, apparently nationwide did <laughs> nationwide brought your dead kid back. Just to tell you that you should have bought a policy, should have bought or a policy you should have because I'm dead now, or you should have put a, a three dollar safety lock on the uh, dish detergent or whatever. You know, th- these are the things that insurance or will protect you. The, the dish, you know, you see like the um, the dishwasher pods that were like f- strung out onto the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, buying an insurance policy will protect your child from that. Wow, exactly. Uh, this, did you see the Skittles commercial? Skittles commercial remind me of the Skittles commercial the arm wrestling where they were like settle it oh the one where they all had the giant (laughs) arm that was pretty good I like that one oh jeez I was like what is happening right now it's so weird um one of my personal favorites Uh was the Snickers Brady Bunch Oh, the one with Danny Trejo and Steve Buscemi? Yes. That one was really good. I enjoyed that one thoroughly. Yes, Danny Trejo. I was like, is that Danny Trejo? (laughs) It's like, what is happening right now? I'm used to seeing him on the top of a turtle. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, good call at that. Tortoises on heads and such. Yep. It's heads on turtles all the way down. Uh, Speaking of turtles, they had the Mercedes-Benz tortoise and hare commercial. I don't remember that one. That's because it was dumb. Okay. Uh, and then the blue pill commercial. Oh, the one where it was in the, the Fiat Italian the Fiat. village. Yeah, yeah, like the supersized Fiat. That one. That one. I thought it was pretty stupid at the beginning, but it got funnier as it went on. I thought it was clever. I thought you know. I thought it was a clever idea. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, any others that caught your eye? Uh, I'm still crying. Oh, I'll tell you one that I hated thoroughly. Okay. The Budweiser one. Oh, the Lost we, Puppy that was, like, the most popular commercial. Uh, no, the Lost Puppy it. was fine. I don't have a problem with Lost Puppy. The one okay. that was, like, uh, we brew real beer, craft beer is stupid. Oh, yeah, God. That, yeah. That was 
so just dumb. <laughs> I hated it thoroughly. You're like, uh, if you really like beer, you get Budweiser. If at you the bar. really, really like real beer, you drink the beer that sucks the most. Oh God, Ugh. Budweiser is so terrible. I don't even know. I gotta how. wonder who at Budweiser was like, yeah, let's let's attack our microbrew com- competition because that makes us seem like like big people. Yeah, seriously. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. They can't even they can't even compete with the distribution. There's the there's av- not the, even they're not even the advertising close. dollars and the marketing, but but it's okay. You know, we'll just crush you. It's just so stupid. It's they're so the, petty and stupid. They're like the Microsoft of the the beer world. Yeah. Uh so don't drink Microsoft. In that they can't make a decent operating system. Moral of the story. Yeah. Uh so that was the Super Bowl. Oh, the halftime show. <laughs> the halftime show. We forgot we forgot about the most important part. Uh it was pretty good. Can we talk about how amazing you had you had Lenny Kravitz in the same outfit he wore twenty years ago? Yeah. yeah. Did you, you see the thing Miss, that Missy is... Elliott with hair extensions that went literally to the floor? <laughs> you had you the had more it. you know comment. The more you know comment. Yeah. Uh, you had the uh, the puppeteer lion, yes, which was bizarre and, and yet incredibly impressive. And then the most important thing, left shark. We had left shark. Poor left what, shark. What was going on with left shark? Left shark. Yeah, uh, I, well, let's be let's be accurate. This was it was it was stage right shark. Thank you, thank um, you. I'm glad you clarified yeah, that. It was stage right yeah. shark. Um, it was it was it was left shark for us. Left shark from our perspective. Left shark yeah. was was having some problems. Yeah, um, but he's really popular now on Twitter. He's all over Twitter. He's and, blowing up now. Uh, Do we know? Like, does anybody know who actually was in Left Shark? Like who the guy was? Yeah, yeah. He's on Twitter, <laughs> and yeah, he he's it's a guy on Twitter, and then he was like most re- in his bio, it's like most recently Left Shark. <laughs> And and literally like ESPN was like tweeting him trying to get on the show and that's so good. Yeah, it was an actual dude. Poor left shark. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> so did he like forget his moves or just I like think, phone yeah, it in? You know, it's it's a lot of stress. You know, in the in the big blue sea. I wonder if he was uh, looking at uh, the uh, the spinning beach balls and got distracted. I you know what I, I could have got distracted. Could have got distracted by Katy Perry. Yeah, she was she's mighty pretty. Mm. Um, I made me, she made me want to restart my Mac. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Poor Left Shark. I feel I feel so bad for him. Uh, but hey, no, I'm, it's sure, I'm sure I'm sure he's doing okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's gonna so recover that, from this, and someday maybe he can be Right Shark. Wow. Maybe maybe there's just there can be only one. You, you know, know, it's maybe. only a matter of time before he gets his own TV series. I would watch that or the, a movie, The Adventures of Left Shark. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> be on it'd be on Netflix. Left Left Shark Mysteries. Netflix bought the rights yep. to Left Shark. He's gonna be. It's gonna be a spinoff from uh, Enon Knights. Wow, Left Shark Mysteries. Wow, is it hosted by uh, William Shatner? Of course or it is. Ro- Robert Stack. Both of them oh. together. They, uh, is Robert Stack still alive? I don't know. Why? Why not? Am I only allowed to talk about people that are still alive? Well, you're allowed to talk about whatever you want to talk about. You just you just wanted to know if Robert Stack was still alive. Yeah. 
I'm just, I'm just. You know what the, be- the best part of that show was when like you waited until the end and be like update. He died. <laughs> yeah, he listening to he me. He died twelve years ago. So all right, you know, pour one out for you. Yeah, but you know, what I'm talking about unsolved mysteries. You I do know what you're talking solved? about. Where like you'd watch the whole mystery, then it'd be like update, update. None of this actually happened. Boom, boom. <laughs> no, it would never do that. Oh. That was it'd a be great like, show. Update. We found this guy, and now we killed him. You killed or, Left Shark. No, don't kill Left Shark. No, the the guy, the random guy that was picking up hitchhikers oh. in 1995. I don't know. That was a great show. I miss <laughs> that a good show. show. Was they a good had show. that on Netflix. I don't think so. I think it's there's like hippo stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's same reason you don't have like old Dateline episodes on Netflix. <laughs> it's funny because you're probably right. Uh, it's just, it's the same reason why you can't have you know you can't put um, I love the '80s or any of that those shows like on Netflix or on DVDs because of all the rights. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm. The hitchhiker, the hitchhiker didn't sign off, didn't sign his release before they gave him the the lethal injection. That's a shame. So there that you go. seems like another yet another missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you, you would think Robert Stack just he wasn't re- really on top of that, and he also apparently wasn't on top of his health because he's dead. So. That's wow, wow. <laughs> that was, what did he that die? Got of? Dark there for a second. What did he die from? Uh, let's see. Let's see what he died of. Let's get to the the happy part of it. What's the so? What do we say? Heart attack, forty two percent. Cancer, thirty three percent. Hit hit and run, eleven percent. Did you Cocaine, know that he overdose three percent? He was inducted into the inaugural class of the California Skeet Shooting Association Hall of Fame in nineteen eighty one. No, I didn't know. But that. he was inducted into the National Skeet Shooting Association Hall of Fame in nineteen seventy one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing here what killed him. Really? I just I don't see it. I'm sorry. Why don't they have that stuff on the interwebs? Well, they usually do. I don't, I think oh, your Google. Oh, here it is. Heart attack. Oh, look at that. Forty-two percent of the vote. What's, is that like a phone a friend? No, I just said. Well, I just my guess was that forty two percent chance it was heart attack, thirty three thirty three percent chance cancer, eleven percent chance hit and run, three percent chance three percent chance cocaine uh, overdose, one huh. percent um, chance bestiality. Now, the only way to die from let's go down a different let's go let's let's hey gears. all right let's go to television television. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of uh, live action uh, shows. Yeah, coming. you got a lot of stuff to tell me about um, here. So the first one is a live action Teen Titans series coming to TNT. This is a DC Comics thing. Yes. Have you? No, I don't know a lot about Teen Titans. Have you watched any of the Teen Titans? No. All I know is Robin's in it, or okay. Nightwing, or whatever they call him. Right. So it's a uh, live action TV pilot. It's going to be based on, like you said, the DC comic series, the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans roster will feature a mix of new and established Teen Titan characters, including Dick Grayson as both Robin and Nightwing. Sounds Barbara like a nice Go- transformation. Barbara Gordon, mm. Hawk and Dove, Raven and Starfire. Who is Starfire? Well, I don't know. You're the DC guy. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there you go. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Why not? 
uh, TNT live action. There you go. So we'll see what Teen Titans are all about. I'm going to want to know who's playing Barbara Gordon. Uh, we will keep you posted on that. Yep. Um, live action Zelda series. This is interesting. Coming to Netflix. I saw a thing. I think it was the thing that you posted that said it was going to be Game of Thrones for a family audience. Yeah. That's interesting. You can watch it with your daughter. Yeah, so we can watch Link and Zelda do stuff. I'm I'm a little intrigued by this. And Netflix. I mean, come on. Where's Netflix steered you wrong lately? Um, they really haven't. They really haven't. So I think you got to. Uh, I'm pretty happy with them so far. You got to take their word for it. Uh, I'm willing to give it a shot. All right. She doesn't then. know much about Zelda, so we're gonna have to play some Zelda. She and I. Oh, do you, yeah! You got to break out your Nintendo. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got the original Zelda uh, on the uh, on the Wii, and uh, I don't think we have it on the 2DS as yet. But I do have uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Link Between Worlds, where it's uh, Link to the Past and some other game, and then mm. like, you can go back and forth between them. Well, maybe I need to come visit and bring the original Nintendo. I got the Wii. No, the original Nintendo. Yeah. That's how you play it. Well, it plays the same. It does not play the same. Do you have to do you use that stupid wrist thing? Well, yeah, but you don't use it like that. You hold it like a regular controller, like a regular uh, Nintendo controller. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Can you play all the old Nintendo games on that? Most of them, I think. Like I've Super got, Mar- I've got a bunch of Super Mario Brothers on there, and I've got Zelda, and I've got Excite Bike. Oh, yeah, you love that game. I do love Excite Bike. Um, okay, so get excited about a couple of these things. I think, you know, they are really latching on to uh, the comic books, but also trying to get the, the next market of it, right? That, like, uh, adolescent-ish, yeah. teen, tween um, comic book market, you know, so. Yeah, we sh- I mean, we that's what it's like. They're, they're repackaging our childhood for our kids. <laughs> hey, it's all com- it comes full circle, right? Yeah, it's fine with me. So I, I wonder, like, did they do that to us? I don't know, because all of our shows were like, we're putting together this show just to sell shit to these kids, like G.I. Joe and He-Man and... Teen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Thundercats. Yeah, Thundercats. Thundercats especially, yeah, that was all to sell shit. Yeah. Uh, Mumra. Uh, wow. That guy was scary. Snarf. Uh, <laughs> I don't have and, a and, and the like homoerotic panthro. Mm, you just mean erotic. Mm. Wow. Um no, you're right, homoerotic. Um I don't have a, a snarf sound, so I had to use my own. Well now you um, now you've got it in the bank for future reference. Snarf. Yeah, I'll just go back and rip it. You should and put it in. <laughs> snarf. Uh, that was a better one. Uh, so let's, uh, some more television stuff that we're hearing about. Uh Uh-huh. BattleBots is being revived by ABC. Yeah. I never watched BattleBots. Oh, really? I thought, I I thought, you know, with the, the glasses and the computers and. I mean, I'm the key demographic. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right about that. Yeah. Super, super nerd alert. Yeah. But. (laughs) Nerd alert. There we go. But, um. It was on from 2000 to 2002, so I know that was an awkward time for you. It was an awkward time for me, you know. In the in the Jamie Music Library. I was well, I was working a lot. No, at that point, I quit <laughs> the Music Library, and I was working concessions. Okay. I was working you, baseball you, games you, and basketball games. You said, hey, I put in my two weeks notice. I'm moving up to concessions. Yeah, I ne- should have stayed in the library. Next week, I'll be on the grill. 
I should have stayed in the library because it was a much better job. So, uh, but you know, hey, uh, we can't we can't rewrite history. One day I'll be assistant manager. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Uh, so, BattleBots is going to be a six episode summer series, mm-hmm. and I know you were concerned about this. There will be different weight classes. I was concerned about the different weight classes because you don't <laughs> want you know uh, an unbalance. You want equality among the robot species. Yeah, we want we want good competition. We don't want one bot to just run away with all of it. So. <laughs> one bot to rule them all. One bot to rule them all. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. I'll give it a shot. Sure. No, you won't. No, I won't. Okay. Uh, but I like the idea of it. Yeah, I like the idea of it. Uh, you know what else I like the idea of? What do you like the idea of? More comic book TV shows. Like Daredevil? Daredevil coming in April on Netflix. We have a trailer now. Yeah, we do. I was very intrigued by that trailer. Uh, you know who I'm intrigued by? Who are you intrigued by? Deborah Ann Well? Is that her is that her last name? Well? I don't know. Um, did you ever watch the show True Blood? No. Okay. Um, well, go IMDb Daredevil. I'm doing that as we speak. Daredevil. Deborah Ann Wool. She's she's team ginger and I love her. She was in oh, True hello. Blood. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we so got we got real quiet there for a second. Yeah, because uh, I'm because lo- I'm, I'm looking at pictures of her. So um, she's playing. Uh, she's playing Karen Page. Yep. So she has a prominent role in Daredevil. And, they got some uh, good names for this. With uh, they do Rosario Dawson. I think you already yep. talked about Vincent D'Onofrio. Yep. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh, so I'm 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 excited about this and Scott Glenn, yeah, I like Scott, Scott Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, Who's this Scott looks Glenn? good. Who's Scott Glenn? He was in. Uh, Who's the, the first? The right side. He the, he's the first guy to walk on the moon. He was not the first guy to walk on. Not even <laughs> a little bit close to that. Uh, you see, ever see the right <laughs> stuff? He played. Um, uh, I was close. I was in space. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I think he was he Alan Shepard in that. Well, I'm gonna have to look it up now. The right stuff was with Ed Harris. Yes. Oh, Scott Glenn. Oh man, dude, you should have said Training Day. He played Alan Shepard. Uh, Training Day. Sh- we've established I didn't like that movie. You should have said Training Day, or you should have said Silence of the Lambs. He was in Silence sh- of the Lambs. Yeah. Or you should have said uh, the Born Ultimatum. Would, oh no, wasn't he also in Vertical? Was he in Vertical Limit? No, he was in some. He was in Vertical Limit. Yeah, I like the vertical limit with Chris O'Donnell. I've never seen it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. He was in um, Absolute Power. I think that was a Clint Eastwood oh, movie, Absolute right? Absolute Power is a good yeah, movie. That's a good movie. Yes, it is. That's with uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yes. And uh, one of my favorite Scott Glenn roles. He played uh, Captain Mancuso in Hunt for Red October. Oh, nice. Boom. Underrated performance right there. One of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. I'm on record. So. I have not seen that movie in a long time. It's excellent. Does it still hold up? Oh, yeah. Okay, I need need to watch that again. Goddamn right it does. Wow. With a thin Alec Baldwin. Oh, he's in Courage Under Fire. Look at that. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. He's had a storied career, if I I do say so. Almost as good as yours. He was in Backdraft. That's right. He was in Backdraft, wasn't he? He was was, uh, Hugo Wego. Yeah. That was a good movie, too. That was a good movie. He has a lot of credits. Good for you, Junglin. Scott, I want to say Junglin. Scott Glenn. Close enough. Good on you. Good on you. Mm-mm-mm. He grew up in Appalachia. 
Appalachia. I don't know. Like Pittsburgh area, I guess. Oh, well, look at that. Oh, he yeah, went Pittsburgh, to what? What? Oh, he said he went to he entered William and Mary College. I guess that's different than William and Mary University, or is that is that the same? William and that's Mary. That's the same. Is there, only, is there only one William and Mary? I think so. There you go. I don't know that he finished William and Mary. Received it sounds like he a went. BA in English at William and Mary. Look at that. Boom. He's a smarty pants. Look at that. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Good on you, Scott Glenn. Walked on the moon and did lots of good movies. He was in Apocalypse Now. There you go. Was he? Remember him in Apocalypse Now? He was the Apocalypse. He was Lieutenant Richard M. Colby. I don't remember that at all. Why didn't you remember that? I don't remember him in that movie. All right, well, that's okay. Maybe he really wasn't in it. Yeah, it's a farce. Uh, So, yeah, Daredevil looks really good, and I'm definitely going to watch it. I like again. I'm all in, you know, on the all the episodes are available right away, and I cannot wait for House of Cards in a couple of weeks. Yep. And uh, but I, I really, you know, I like that I can digest it all at once and don't have to wait. It would be it would be fun to do the same with uh, Arrow and the Flash. I mean, I guess I could do it. I could just like let the episodes pile up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of and when I know they're on there or I know it's coming, I want to watch it. I like I mean I don't want to watch like 7 or 8 in a row like mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy style but <laughs> uh, but I do like to have the option that if I like watch one if I start one at like 9 o'clock at night and I'm and I finish it and I'm like oh what do I watch now like there's another one I can just watch it yeah like that's really nice just one more just one yeah. more just one more yeah and then 9 hours later right well I mean that's what I did with House of Cards I don't think I ever watched more than you know three episodes in a row when i was binge binging on it but i just the the nice thing like you said to be able to just say hey i'll just watch one more episode yeah and, you it's know, nice to have that option. two episodes yeah i just watch like two episodes a day and you know i watch house of cards and then you know the entire se- entire series in like a week and a half i uh i like this deborah ann wool yeah yeah she's she um, is uh she's a tall drink of water she looks like she's a she's really good actress <laughs> <laughs> yes I've never seen her act in anything <laughs> She was good in True Blood She was good in True Blood I'll take your word um, for it Is that show worth like going back and watching or no? Uh, I I wouldn't be the, like the person to judge that on Because we stopped It got kind of It got really weird and we stopped watching it Once they It was good the first like two or three seasons Mm-hmm and then they just said, hey, look, we've got this crazy world that has vampires, but uh, people like things other than vampires. So let's explore all this crazy like fairies and oh, no. and wolves and, they, you know, that everything that's coming out now, like that's been in the past couple of years, like Once Upon a Time on ABC and Grimm and all these like fairy tale shows that have that have gained popularity. So they I guess they felt the need. To, to do something and expand that world. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know what this. I mean, they wrote these books. These wrote. They made this uh, series from uh, books that came out. So I don't know what the source material is like. But mm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I, it wasn't ever worth it. What, what I was hearing coming out afterwards to make us go back and watch it. So okay. just go watch Entourage. Ugh. Yes. It looks like a bunch of douchebags. Oh, it's really funny. It's movies coming out in the summer and it's going to be good. I'll take your word for it. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to watch Daredevil and I'm super excited for, um, uh, house of cards to come back. 
And you're also excited for something that's coming out today. Today. I mean, today being Sunday. So tonight, my DVR is, is on fire tonight. So it's Sunday night, right? So I got, I got of course, Downton Abbey. Oh, uh, uh, I need the. Can you give me the um, sideshow Bob drop uh, from The Simpsons? Where he's like, huh. "Do you ever watch Simpsons?" No, wow. that's the closest Doesn't... I got. Wow. Yeah, and matter of fact, speaking of Simpsons, uh, I am going back and I'm rewatching all of the episodes of Simpsons. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I went on because we've got the FX app on the Apple TV. Uh-huh. You can watch every single episode of The Simpsons. I've gone back and I'm on I'm on episode four. Is it good? Uh, it's good. Uh, the animation at the beginning is is pretty rough. That was 1989. Or there was nothing like it. There, there was, was nothing, nothing like, like it. it. No, you're exactly right. But it's yeah. a little rough at the beginning. Okay. Uh, animation wise, but of course the stories are still there and just as good, and the writing's just as good. So I'd like to do that with Family Guy. Oh yeah. I don't know if you can do that with Family Guy. And probably if they made it available, probably a lot easier because there's a hell of a lot fewer episodes. Because I, I stopped watching Family Guy, but I always enjoyed the show. It's a good show. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, my wife hates it. Well, that's so, the thing. Yeah. See, I stopped watching it because my wife hates it. Yeah. And so I just did never ever watched it, and I regret it. I mean, I think it's yeah. it's engineered to be really obnoxious and crass yeah. and terrible. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Crass is fine. That's what we do here. Um, <laughs> so tonight is a big night. Uh, it is a big TV night. wise. We got Downton Abbey, of course. Downton Abbey, of course. We've got. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. We've got uh, Grant Chester, the uh, the murder mystery. What? I know you're watching that. What? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. From 1950s England. What is it? Grantchester? What the hell is that? Oh, it's good. Masterpiece Mystery? Come on, dude. Don't tell me oh you don't watch God. Masterpiece Mystery every every Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we you record it, you're recording this. No, I'll just watch it on the PBS app. Okay. Because uh, my DVR will only record two things at one time. So it's, this and, is about someone that gets murdered in London? No, uh, it's in the town of Grantchester, and... Um, and uh, the the priest there uh, helps the local detective solve murders. Oh, like you do, like you do in nineteen fifties. Oh, it's a period piece. It's a, peri- it's a period piece with English accents. That's why I didn't tell you. About wow, it. it's like double period yeah. piece. <laughs> it's like exactly extra, right. Extra, extra flow. Extra flow. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, I need a second. Um, so I got those going on. Uh, we've got the. Uh, I guess it's the second half of the current season of Walking Dead starting back yes. up tonight. Yeah, I heard I heard some crazy things are happening. Yeah, so I have to DVR that because all the stupid networks won't let me watch it on on my Apple TV. And then we've got our sit down, are you ready? Get excited. Better call Saul tonight. Ooh. The big uh the big series premieres tonight. <laughs> Episode two is tomorrow night, and then it's gonna be on Monday nights from now on. After okay, well, I hit the uh, the old double hit for record series, so yes. um, so we shall see. Should be good to go then. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm super I mean, it's excited. definitely, you know, Vince Gilligan has definitely earned my uh, my series order. You know, sight unseen. I um I skimmed through a, an article. I haven't read the whole thing yet on the Atlantic about Better Call Saul, and I'll just I'll just tell you. Uh, it says. Um, 
to talk i'll just read the first couple of sentences because it's worth it uh to talk about breaking bad's greatness you have to talk about walter white you have to talk about showrunner vince gilligan's now famous vow to turn mr chips into scarface you have to talk about tidy whitey's giving way to rubber lab coats about high school blah 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 um then it says take out walter and his journey though and do you still have a masterpiece Better Call Saul, the new spinoff whose premiere and second episode airs Sunday and Monday, suggests that the answer might have been yes. Boom. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm super excited. Apparently, it's it's shot just as beautiful. It's The stories are just as good. And I'm super excited. Yeah, well, as as we will learn at the end of the show in our picks, I think there are uh, not enough shows about uh, being set in the desert. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, lawyers or uh, crazy uh, ghost race cars, um, Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think there needs to be more of them. That's the moral of the story. That is the moral of this quarter quill episode of your contrast. Uh, okay, so uh, get your DVRs all uh, set or catch it on. I guess they don't have an app, right? I mean, uh, an a- AMC no, but app. if you've got, uh, if you have, I don't know about your cable, but Comcast has an app where you can watch stuff after the fact. Basically, it's like on demand, but on your tablet or phone. So, and since uh, this is okay. coming out after they've already aired, you should probably go back and rewatch them. So, mm. boom. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, okay, shifting gears to some tech news before we uh, wrap this show up. Yeah, how far in are we? How far in the show? We are 45 minutes in. Ooh, I just found a really nice picture of Reese Witherspoon. Um, wow. <laughs> sorry. Um, we, are, we are more than 42% in, which is the um, which was the percentage that we thought that mm. uh, Robert Stack died from a heart attack. And so you were correct about that. So I was. Um, so yeah, I've got a couple of things about Apple stuff, um, before we, uh, move along into our picks. Ah, uh, so, you know, Apple bought Beats Music, uh, about six months ago or so. Sure. You heard heard something about that. (laughs) It was a a little news story. Mm. Uh, they bought the company, including the streaming music service. Um, and apparently they're getting ready to launch a new paid streaming service. It's going to be Apple designed, but is going to use the Beats technology and their content under in the in the bottom of it. I'm making hand gestures that you can't see. Uh, streaming music, streaming music. This is the so thing. this is going to be different than iTunes Radio. Uh, well, different in that it's different, but not different in that that's also streaming. Oh, okay. So, um, so it looks like it's going to be. Uh, a new app it's going to be or not really a new app but new versions of the music app on ios and an updated version of itunes on the mac that's going to be beats infused so it's going to have this new streaming service like built in and apparently they're also working on a new app for the apple tv also and you might be able to like add in your own music library like you can with spotify now do you have to have a Beats headphones to do it? No, I, d- oh. I doubt that. Probably not. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it looks like Apple wanted to make this. It is going to be a paid service. It looks like they wanted to make it four ninety nine a month, and all the record companies were like, "No, you have to make it nine ninety nine a month." What? Yeah. 
but Apple was like, no, we're not doing that. And so it looks like the rumor is they've compromised and they're at seven ninety nine a month. Why would people but, buy this? Uh, I don't know, because people like streaming music, I guess. They don't want to pay for their music, so they just pay to rent it, I guess. You did that for a long time. I did it for a while, and then I realized that I was spending a lot of money for music that I couldn't listen to again because I didn't own it. Um, uh, looks like they're also Yeah, gonna... it really seems like a model that favors the record companies it really kind of does i mean they made a ton of money when they were making cds because they charged more Mm -hmm. but now like they're like you're paying you know seven eight ten dollars a month and you don't even get to keep the music like you just get played what they play it's like it's it's almost like paying for the radio in a way so I, I don't do it. I would be I'm probably not going to do this. I'm already paying for iTunes match so that I get free iTunes radio streaming. Yeah, I agree. So uh, unless they discontinue that, which I think would be a pretty big mistake, I'm just going to stick with that. But this is interesting. That it's going to be using the beat stuff. Um, they're also planning on an Android app that apparently the beats people were already working on when they were bought and then an Apple is kind of updated and uh, they're looking at a possible. So launch. Apple is going to have an Android app. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It'll be the first time they've had an Android app. That's interesting. Um, and they're looking at a possible are they, launch in are June. Are they going to name it after a type of ice cream? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, possible launch in June around the time of WWDC. So, which maybe we'll get a Mac at that. I mean, I ha- we've heard nothing on the Mac Air front. Yeah, no, I haven't heard a thing on it yet, and it's been very quiet. I don't know if that means there's nothing happening, or if that means they're just not talking about it because they don't want to say anything. A lot of times they say nothing, and no rumors come out because they don't want people to stop buying the current one before the new one comes out. So we don't know anything about that yet, but looks like we're getting a new version of Beats under the Apple umbrella. Um, and this is more exciting. Uh, we're getting a new Photos app that was previewed this past summer, um, and it looks like it's going to come out. It's going the one that's going to be replacing uh, iPhoto and Aperture, and that's going to come out this spring, sometime in April. Looks like when they update um, Yosemite to ten point ten point three which is mm. a really stupid numbering system. But um, that looks like that's when we're getting it. Um, looks like you can directly import your current iPhoto and Aperture libraries into it. You can optionally use uh, your iCloud, iCloud photo library with it for online backup, but you don't have to. Um, and as far as editing, it's going to have uh, the, from iPhoto, it's going to have the light color and black and white adjustments that you can do now in iPhoto. Plus, it's going to add histograms, sharpening masks, vignette levels, oh my God, white man, balance, hurts. all that stuff that you, if you want to use it from Aperture. Gosh, um, man, that's a lot of stuff. Well, the, apparently it's going to be just as user-friendly as iPhoto. You don't have to use any of that stuff if you don't want. It's just there. It's just there if you, if, if you want to use it. Okay. Um, and they are going to put back in uh, the print projects that where you can uh, get prints or books or cards and calendars and stuff printed too. They're going to put all that back into and we should see that sometime in April-ish. The beta is already out, so if you're on the beta program where you get betas of of Yosemite, you can already get it, but I am not on the beta program. 
So I have not seen it yet, but I've heard good things. I've heard it's very fast and it runs well. And so, so we'll see just a couple more months and we'll see. All right. I can't wait. I know. And I can tell you're really excited. <laughs> uh, so there's all the tech stuff. Yep. That's it. All right. What else we got? Um, I think we have a date to go to the movies. Oh, no. We have a date to go to the iTunes store. <laughs> Because this movie is uh, available to rent. <laughs> is it already available to rent? Oh, uh, this movie came out on September. Oh, it's been out. 26, 2014. Oh, I didn't know that it had already been out. It was it was a soft release. <laughs> soft, very, very soft. <laughs> it's a very soft release. Seven seven theaters. Wow. Um. So yes, this movie that you uh tweeted out on on the Twitter uh, called Outcast. Yeah. With uh, your friend and mine, Nicholas Cage, or as he's known uh, on his birth certificate, Nicholas Coppola. He is Nicholas Coppola. That is correct. Yep. And uh, Hayden Christensen, known on his birth certificate as Douche McStellar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anakin McDouchebag. <laughs> oh, uh yeah, so there you go. It is a, myster- a story of a mysterious warrior who teams up with the daughter and son of a deposed Chinese emperor to defeat their cruel brother who seeks their deaths. Given a 4.5 stars out of 10 on IMDb. I mean, it's just... I, I mean, it just looks so bad. Just unbelievably bad. I'm going to look it up Good, on... Good, bad, or, or bad, bad? Bad, bad. Okay, bad, bad. Um... I'm wondering when um when the flop house is going to cover this movie. All right, let's see here. Outcast. Oh my goodness. Outcast, sorry Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen on Rotten Tomatoes scored a 8. 8. Mm. There you go. 8% fresh. 8% fresh. Hey, at least hey, it's something I'm really looking forward to this being on the flop house. So, so you think we should rent this and uh, get drunk and watch it, huh? I, I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't, you know, <laughs> I'm not, not saying that. I'm not, oh, not my saying goodness. that. Wow. This... I'm intrigued by it. It's intriguing. It's so bad. Uh, so I, we'll, I actually we'll, watched uh... the trailer and the trailer does not do the poster any help. Okay. And it looks really, really bad. It looks terribly, terribly bad. Maybe the maybe the poster is just is like uh you know, they maybe the movie's owned by Fox and maybe it's like Backstrom where the, the, the trailer is nothing like the movie. It's entirely possible. Okay, so let me give you an an uh, just I'm gonna sum something up that may make, let you know what sort of uh what sort of film we're dealing with here. The gentleman who directed this film, Nick Powell, has one director credit under his name, and that is for Outcast. <laughs> he has, however, 114 stunts credits under his name. This hey, guy, let, let it, this guy do the movie. He's a stuntman who's been in a whole lot of movies as a stuntman and decided <laughs> he wanted to direct a movie. And yeah. this is the movie he directed. This, this is his directorial debut. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen. Does, does Nicolas Cage is he is he like um, 
the guy what was that jim carrey movie called yes man where he just can't say no i think that's it nicholas cage is the yes man of hollywood he doesn't say no to anything it would i mean just look at his movies he does he say no to anything i don't think he does but hey brandon come on legends are born in battle <laughs> this looks so terrible uh, oh yeah we can of, watch it right now for seven, 6.99 on amazon instant video speaking of speaking of dumb taglines um i watched uh a movie on the hbo go today uh-huh the classic uh sci-fi groundhog day movie edge of tomorrow you know what you know what my number one problem with that movie is what they renamed it live die repeat yes and it was originally called live die repeat no it was originally called edge of tomorrow oh and then they they renamed it live die repeat which is stupid no i think they still call it edge of tomorrow but live die repeat is like the semicolon underneath it dumb (laughs) dumb i my problem did you not like it it, i liked it until i didn't like the ending i don't know that i don't remember the ending i thought the ending was kind of dumb i don't remember the ending um no i didn't mind it i like i kind of like emily blunt um, yeah, I think she's really good. Especially like the f- because it's like Groundhog Day and she does things over and over again. Like the seven times she does that like plank move, like and she like kind of is in that training area and then she like raises herself up. I mean, then... I do that seven times every morning. <laughs> Clearly, uh, no, I did not not like it. Uh, I just didn't didn't love the ending and and Tom Cruise is he's usually really hit or miss for me, mostly miss, uh, but. You know, I, I just thought it was funny because I the live die repeat. I just thought it was just it was uh, it was it was decent enough. Yeah, that's all right. Um, I also watch nonstop on HBO Go nonstop. This is with the Neesons with the Neesons. I have not seen nonstop. I saw it on the HBO goes, but I yeah. did not uh, I did not watch it. Yeah, it was all right. It wasn't great. I'm not I'm Neeson. not sure the Neesons is making good decisions as far as what movies he does. <laughs> He's uh, he's letting you know money talk. I think he's, he is. Yeah. He's just cashing. He's cashing it all the way. Uh, we watched uh, we watched Twenty Two Jump Street last uh, night, yeah? which was think? highly entertaining. I can't remember if I saw. Oh, I think I saw that. No, I think we did see that. Yeah, I, in fact, and I thought it was even funnier than the first one. Mm. So it was. It was you, very funny. You love some. You're loving some Channing Tatum. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm on a Channing Tatum roll. <laughs> I can't wait for Magic Mike X. What is it? XXL. Wow. Or is it just I know, you, XL? I know you favored it. No, it's no, it's Magic Mike XXL. XXL. No McConaughey though. No, was he in the first one? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I've not seen the first one. <laughs> now you want to see the first one? Now I gotta see. Am I gonna know what's going on in the second one? If I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Talk to your wife. Uh, I don't think she's seen it either. Well, there you go. Well, now you got a partner to take to go with to number two. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um. So yeah, there you go. So we're it's on the topic of movies tonight. Yes. I don't know why, but so for your pick, you had <laughs> put, you had put on here uh, the pick of a movie like a week ago. Yeah, and I I was like going back and forth on what to put for my pick, and then I was like, all right, he's gonna put 
he's gonna put a pick on here for for a movie um so i went and i said what other movies came out during this year that i that i can put on here so i literally put movies that came out in 1986 yes you did because that was the year of the movie you picked and i picked a movie as well yes you did um but since you were the first to to list your movie i'll i will give you the honor and let you describe this movie that you want to okay now to, I, I have no opinion on your movie has seen is how i have not seen it okay but this movie is one i've actually wanted to see for a while but i just recently saw it for the first time your pick yeah i just recently never saw, saw that no i'd never seen wow. it wow gil grissom man I know. From csi oh. so my pick this week and i think everyone should watch it because you can watch it right now for zero dollars on amazon prime instant video yeah and i think i watched it on netflix i believe so it's on there too but just go watch it from as we said from 1986 the classic film manhunter uh, former FBI profiler Will Graham returns to the service to pursue a deranged serial murder named the Tooth Fairy by the media. Uh, so basically, this is uh, Red Dragon yeah. uh, in 1986 and with completely different actors. Uh, as the you original, said, the original, uh, the original Hannibal Lecter is, with, yeah. with Brian Brian Cox. Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter, and I saw a lot of reviews that were saying. Brian Cox is great in this. I liked him better than Anthony Hopkins. And I think a lot of those people are people that saw this before they saw the other one because Brian Cox is not great as Hannibal Lecter. Brian Cox from uh, such movies as Braveheart, uh, uh, the Bourne legacy movies, yes, yes. and also X-Men 2, X-United, and or whatever that is. Troy. He played and... Striker. Oh, he was in Troy. That's right. Uh, let me see what else he was in. What? Who, which? Uh, which famous Greek guy that dies does he play in Troy? Uh, does he play Agamemnon? Does he? Uh, it sounds right. It sounds sounds about right that he plays Agamemnon. I can't find it. Yes, he does. Can you spell Agamemnon? No, I cannot. But I've seen his tomb. I want from you to the try. Inside. Please, please spell Agamemnon. I can't. Um. Wow. No <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to spell because I'm going to sound like an idiot. Can you spell uh, oh, I can spell it for you. Never mind. I can spell it for you. Stop it. You re- looked it up. I did look it up. <laughs> uh, so he plays uh, Hannibal Lecter and he does mm-hmm. an okay job, but he's no Anthony Hopkins. Um, but the one good thing is uh, being Red Dragon, uh, Hannibal Lecter is not the focus of this movie. So you don't see all oh. that much of him in this. Um, did, you, did you know that... Um that Julian Glover was in Troy. Yes, I did know that Julian Glover was in Troy. Do you know who Julian Glover is? I do know who Julian Glover is. Yeah, he was the the bad guy in Last Crusade, and he was a he was he chose poor he chose poorly, and he um he was in uh, Empire Strikes Back as well. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, yeah, he plays. Oh, the, he plays the Maester. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what that's what I call the you, dirty the old maester. I call you the maester. <laughs> I like it when you call me that. <laughs> Going over the maester's house, honey. All right. <laughs> um, so, as you said, this has uh, William Peterson in it. He plays Will Graham. Yeah. Gil Grissom, and he's really good in it. Dennis Farina plays Jack Crawford, which is a little weird. Wow. Um, Tom Noonan plays Francis Dollarhide, the bad guy, the red dragon dude. And he is, I have to say, that's the one part where I'm like, yeah, the other one was a little bit better because uh, who is it? Uh, uh, Ray Fiennes in mm-hmm. Red Dragon played a much creepier Francis Dollarhide 
than Tom Noonan does. But that being said, this is still a really good movie. I enjoyed what possessed it you? What possessed you to just be like, I need to watch this now? I had been wanting to watch it for a long time, and I'll tell you what really sold it for me. I finally found out who directed it. Michael, Michael Mann. Mann. Yeah. I am a huge Michael Mann fan. I love what's Miami your, Vice. What's your favorite Michael Mann film? Oh, Heat by far. Okay, good call. But one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, it's a, it's I not love last, that movie last so much. Last Mohicans? Last of the Mohicans is, is not a great film. <laughs> it's got good moments, but it is not a great film. No, Heat is by far my favorite Michael Mann film. And I love um I love Miami Vice. Of course. I never saw I never saw that movie. No, the TV show. Oh. He did the movie too. Yeah, he did do the movie too, but I never I, I only saw like the beginning of the movie because my wife returned the DVD before I got to watch the rest of it. Wow. Uh okay. Oh, he was uh, also uh he played himself in Hancock. There you go. There you go. Uh, he's also directed the new film Black Hat, which I probably won't see because it looks terrible. Yep. But um, but Heat I love, and this movie I really like because it has a lot of the same like feeling as some of his other stuff, that kind of Michael Mannish Miami Vice-ish stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked it, and I really enjoyed it. Well, there you go. I think all in all, I enjoyed it more than I liked Red Dragon. Okay, so how can people consume this again on you Netflix? Can watch it on Netflix. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. And uh, probably other ways as well that I'm not thinking okay. of. There you go. Uh, oh, also, I have okay. to say, uh, Michael Mann, in addition to directing it, he also wrote the screenplay. Which, if you've seen Red Dragon and you've seen this, there's not a whole lot of story difference because they're both based off the same book and, and they follow the plot pretty closely, very similarly. But he did write the screenplay and it's it's good. So so I liked it and I enjoyed it quite quite a bit. Well, there you go. Yeah, Manhunter. Manhunter. Uh, I have a pick. Yes, you do. So I picked another movie from 1986 that I, you know, obviously there's some obvious candidates, but I wanted to pick something that's kind of off the cuff, that's off the wall, Mm -hmm. uh, like Manhunter would be, to say, if you haven't seen this classic movie from 1986, you need to try to check it out. I just want to point out before you before you say what movie you picked from 1986, okay. I would like to point out a few other movies that did come out in 1986. Okay. Top Gun. Yep. Stand by Me. Yep. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Great. Platoon. Good year. Pretty in Pink. Yep. Uh, let's see what else we've got here on the old list. Uh-huh. See, this is you are proving my point. This is why I think that my movie is greatly overshadowed by this. It's not that this isn't, you know, a great movie. It's, oh, yeah. that it's just overshadowed. It was it's just kind a bad of, year for it. It was a bad year. It was like uh, Hoosiers you know, came out that year. It was like Shakespeare in love over Saving Private Ryan. Exactly. You know, uh, I mean, the golden child. Which is a wow. Great film. Yes. With Eddie Murphy. With that Eddie was Murphy. straight to HBO. That uh, was a straight to HBO. Short Circuit. Ooh, uh, you, you know, the, there's a new short circuit movie coming out uh, in a couple months. It's called Chappie. Chappie. It looks terrible. Uh, I am Chappie. Uh, Howard the Duck. Ooh, yeah. One of See, my greatest, one of my favorite all time films, The Mission, which is a, actually legitimately really good movie. Uh, Robert De Niro, Fountain of Youth. Yes, 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 there yes. You go. Are you impressed? Uh, I am impressed. That's a great movie. The Three Amigos came out that that. Year. I always get uh, mi- the mission and medicine man confused. 
<laughs> okay, and now, since I've gone through all of those films, would you like to tell us about yes. the... 32nd most popular movie of 1986, <laughs> according to... Now, 34 was American Tale, and 35 was Back to School. Uh. So, would you like to tell us... Oh, wait, 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 sorry. Uh, 41 was Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Wow. So, hey, I like that movie. That's a good movie. And number 30... Okay, 30 was Flight of the Navigator, 31 was Three Amigos, and 32 was... The Wraith. The Wraith. Okay. I've never so, heard of this film. <laughs> I, w- I remember seeing this movie when I was like eight years old and thinking it was like the coolest thing. Um, it does have Sherilyn Finn it, in it. It carved out its own niche in the action slash horror slash romance category mm. in 1986. Mm-hmm. So it was breaking new ground even then. Oh, yeah. Um, starring Charlie Sheen mm-hmm. and Nick Cassavetes. Who would go on to direct such wonderful movies as The Notebook? <laughs> um, Randy Quaid is Sheriff, Sheriff Loomis. I mean, it's just the Randy list goes Quaid on. Randy Quaid as a sheriff is hilarious. Clint Howard. I like I mean, that Sherilyn Finn was in this. Yes, Sherilyn Finn is very underrated. She is. She was in, uh, uh, I know you're not a huge fan, but she was in uh, Twin Peaks. Hmm. So. Now, she was in a lot of those fun movies in the 80s, yeah. um, and she played the cute girl, and uh, now she's not as cute, but, you know, she's 50 years old, uh, so there It you happens go. to the best of us. Uh, but she's very cute in this movie. So, this is a movie, and I'll read the little plot here. Uh, Packard Walsh and his motorized gang control and terrorize an Arizona desert town where they force drivers to drag race so they can win their vehicles. After Walsh stabs the decent teenager, Jamie, I love how he's a decent teenager, but you don't even see him in the whole movie, uh, stabs his teenager, Jamie Hankins, to death for being intimate with the girl with whom Walsh wants for himself. The mysterious Jake Kessie arrives, an extremely cool motorbiker with an invincible car. Jake befriends his, uh, Jamie's girlfriend, takes his brother, uh, Jake's Jamie's brother, Billy, under his wing and manages what Sheriff Loomis cannot the methodical and otherworldly elimination of Packard's criminal gang. Wow. Uh, so I rewatched this movie in anticipation of our discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it suffice to say that my eight year old, uh, you know, persona really uh, thought a lot differently about this movie than <laughs> I do now, but it's kind of funny to watch it now. I would definitely put it in the good, bad category of the flop house. Okay. I mean, it's just, it's a funny movie. Uh, it, you know, as funny as an action horror romance can be, but uh, it's just it's just so 1986. Like music, I think Ozzy Osbourne, Billy Idol. Nice. Uh, it's got a fun 80s soundtrack. It's it's just it's just all 80s with the cars and the clothes and just the stupid premises of like. You know, this girl who, like, you know, her boyfriend got killed and now she can't do anything, but this guy is is got controlling her, but there's nothing she can do about it. You know, (laughs) she can't leave town or she can't call the cops. Like, she just has to, you know, go wherever he goes because everyone's afraid of him. Um, But uh, I am impressed that even with Ozzy Osbourne and Billy Idol and other people on the soundtrack, and Charlie Sheen, who was, you know, he was an up and coming actor. Mm-hmm. He he was in Platoon that same year. Yep. And you got Randy Quaid. He was well known. 
you know, you got a decent list, a semi-decent list of actors. Even with all of that and the production, the budget on this movie was only $2.7 million. That was for the cars yeah, and the blowing probably. up of and all the futuristic stuff. You'll see. Uh, it was for the the crazy invincible Dodge car. You see, like the Dodge plug. Uh, but no, no, it's a it's a funny bad eighties movie. But it's just a funny premise where this like ghost car comes and kills the gang of the people that you know tried to kill this kid or that did kill this kid and get like ghost justice. And it's just, it's just, it's just random because like the first scene, like one of the first scenes, like this guy, Charlie, Sheen just comes out of nowhere off this motorcycle and this, and the girl share your, your girl, Sherilyn Finn, like comes out of the, of her house. And all of a sudden this, he shows up and he's like asking where, where this dam is, I guess where the, the, uh, the kids go and lay out on the rocks cause they don't have a beach cause it's Arizona. Uh, and he's literally has like a jean jacket and no shirt underneath. And she's like trying to give him directions. And then he's about to go. And then she's like, are you new here? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, let me show you. And like proceeds to get on his bike. <laughs> like some guy, I mean, what? he's out of nowhere. And she's just like, oh, let me show you where it is. I'll get on your bicycle. I'll get on your motorcycle. Uh, I don't know. It's so bad. It's so bad, but uh, it's worth it. It's worth a view. It's in, you know, it's in the other good, bad movies from those times. I would say like uh, over the top, oh, the classic arm wrestling movie. That is a classic. And inner inner space. Inner space um, is a great movie. It's a good, bad movie, Nicholas. It's a great honest. movie. It's a good movie. It's a good, bad that movie. That is a classic bad Martin movie. Short movie. <laughs> it's, it's a bad movie, but it's a good, bad movie. I enjoy inner space. It's just like I I enjoy it. So watch the Wraith. It definitely is not the same as it was for me 25 years ago. I'm going to have to watch it. Uh, But, but it it cracks me up. It crack. It just cracks me up how they shot stuff back then. And and the just lack of storyline. But, uh, but yeah, so they're the the Wraith, the classic uh, action horror romance uh, ghost car flick from 1986. I love it. I'm going to have to watch it. Boom. You can get it, rent it for three ninety nine on iTunes. Oh, that's worth every penny. <laughs> it's only an hour and thirty three minutes. So there you go. Wait, three ninety nine? I can get it for two ninety nine on Amazon Instant. Boom! There you go. Boom, save a dollar. dollar. I'll yeah, use that a, dollar a, to buy Guardians of the Galaxy. I was just gonna say that. Just add it to the which, bank. Which, by the way, I got. I, I hadn't left the house, so I just ordered it from Amazon. Oh, there you go. It'll be here Monday. Good for you. Yep. It's amazing. It's almost time for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> they already started filming. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that. All right. Well, that's our show. That is our show. I'm that was gonna... quite a uh, that was quite a jump. Yeah. We, we jumped from topic to topic. It did. We were moving around. We were jumping. It was, was kind of like, uh, you know, gym class when we were kids with the balloon with a little like uh, what was the thing in gym class? The parachute? Where we had the, yeah, the parachute. Yeah. Where, where it was like, everyone with April birthdays, go. Wow. Everyone that has a sister, go. <laughs> <laughs> everyone that just peed their pants, go. I don't want to. <laughs> hey, you're that kid. It was just me. Right, <laughs> Yeah, you're the only. Oh, I thought, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> you're not you're cool like if you don't pee your pants. That was a joke, Nicholas, oh. and you didn't get it, and no one wanted to sit next to you at lunch. Uh, okay, so 
maybe next time we'll have some more movie discussion. I, I hope we do. I hope we have. Hey, the Mosquito oh. Coast came out that same week, that same year. That was a good movie. Uh, which one? Kevin Costner? No. Um, no. Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I always get that confused. Yeah. And the Money Pit. Uh, oh, the Money Pit. That was yeah. a good one. Uh, so we also need to have a, an Oscar episode, I guess. We do. We need to have our Oscar bet. Although I don't know. I, I guess now I've seen one of the uh, Oscar nominees for Best Picture. I think American Sniper was nominated, right? I think that's the only one I've seen, too. Yeah. But, hey, know. that's never stopped us before. Wow. What so, was the bet last year? I can't remember. Was it the wow. uh, Was it the Drunk History? Uh, no, that was that was Emmys, and I'm still working on that. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't know what the Oscar one was. Maybe I mean it might have to be something. I, I'm working on something Taco Bell related. So Taco Bell we'll related. Yeah, yeah. It may it may be something you don't like. Now you're talking we'll my, Oh, if it's got lettuce on it, I don't want it. Uh, no, it doesn't matter. If you lose the bet, you do what I say. God damn it. Uh, yeah, that's the only <laughs> one I. No, I did see uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, how was that? It was good. It was good. I don't think it's best picture, but it was good. Well, they nominated like so many movies. Yeah, they nominated like 23 movies for best picture. So. Uh, Birdman, no. Boyhood, no. Imitation Game, no. Whiplash, no. Theory of Everything, no. Good Lord. I haven't seen any of these movies. Nope. I do want right. to see Boyhood, but I think I need to be in the right uh, mood for that. So. To see Boyhood? Yeah. I heard it was very depressing. Yeah. Kind of seems so there like you it go. Be. Ethan Hawke, you know, he just looking at him. He's kind of depressing just to look at. Wow, that just happened. Uh, so that's our show. Yeah, it is. We have no more to talk about, so we're going to end the show. And in honor of Better Call Saul premiering two days ago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when you're. I don't know when you're editing this and getting it out there. No, you're probably right. Uh, ridiculous. This is Brandon. Have an A one day in two days. Thank <laughs> you.